dissolved the council permanently. Last remnants of the old republic have been swept away. Hello and welcome to a brand new Imperial Select podcast. I'm your host, Charlie Ashby, and joining me as always are my beloved co-hosts, Nikki and Claire. How is it going, gang? It's I red. ISPPPISP is a new episode of ISP. Nikki, are you singing because uh, Reed and Chris made you watch High School Musical last night? I mean, maybe. <laughs> I knew it. Before, I mean, before it started, before it started, I made up my own lyrics to a High School Musical theme song, and then they got stuck in my head. And Chris is like, "That's not the song." I'm like, "It is now." <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are all blessed with the musical stylings of Nikki Kumar, so it's going to be a great episode. Pat, what did you think about it? Did you only watch one film, right? Yeah, I only watched the first one. I thought it was yeah. fun. I think I've I've clearly missed the the uh phenomenonness of it but I, I like i get it <laughs> it's fun <laughs> I think I we're, going, we're going to start a um what's it called or we're gonna get a uh the second one going sometime oh probably, bless probably turn it into a party um <laughs> uh, but you know yeah it, it's funny reed was telling me i can now make 14 year old references and <laughs> And uh, it, he also said it came down to, um, you know, everyone has recently been, you know, or some people has, have recently been seeing Hamilton for the first time on Disney Plus. But as someone already familiar with that, I needed my own musical discovery this week. So, <laughs> so it was uh, it was High School Musical. Well, the thing about High School Musical is it does a better job at um, detailing the founding fathers' <laughs> slave owning background. <laughs> Get your head in the game. You know what that means? Oh, Lord. Look up in the dictionary, in the history book, fellas. Also, I want to just throw this out there for all of you who are watching Hamilton, maybe for the first time, or if you're like me, seeing the original Broadway cast for the first time and fangirling the H-E double hockey sticks out over it. I'm just saying that uh, Anthony Ramos who plays um who plays um I'm already blanking on his name <clears throat> Lawrence yes his and son, Philip. and Philip um he is the Rose Tico of that show I just want to throw that out there you love him you want to give him a hug and then they get royally fucked over again and again <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what though <laughs> but and they're I'm just very, cute as a button <laughs> I'm very over. excited for him yeah for in the heights Movie. Oh, I know. Okay, first of all, if you guys haven't heard or seen anything from In the Heights, get on it because lovely, adorable Lynn, fantastic, fun. Before before great. we continue, I'm gonna just set up this uh, section of the podcast. That okay? Mm-hmm. Musical section, internet pop. You're yeah, right. Now, now talk about musicals. Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, he's going to be so good. He's playing Usnavi, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's going to be so good. Sorry. Did you see his, uh, Ramos, is, uh, the video where he proposed? No. It's so it's so lovely. He proposed in England um, at uh, Arundel Castle. Oh, he's so cute. Everything about him as a human being is so adorable. I just want to hug him. And he uh, also shout out to him being in uh, Oscar winning movie. I know uh, he's Star married. Born. Right? Uh, is he married now? He's going to be married. I think I don't think, I don't think he's married yet. I think he's. And he, he's, he's, There's still uh, time. Still time for me. With, he's with Peggy slash Maria. With, yeah, Maria. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, they're going to have such beautiful curly-haired <laughs> musical babies if they choose to go that route. That's incredible. And yeah, Peggy. <laughs> and Peggy. <laughs> but then she comes out 
as Ms. Reynolds and just wails on it. So she makes up for that. Oh, man. And Peggy. <laughs> it's one of Have the great seen, uh... character reversals. <laughs> Seriously beautiful. Oh, my God. I can't remember which co- comedian. Which comedian did it? Um. Ah. Oh. Let me think. You keep talking for a second. No, I refuse. <laughs> sorry. Um. But yeah, actually, oh, the ham. Sorry, I, I just remembered. Sorry, shut up. Whatever. Uh, Catherine, Catherine Royan. Have you seen her thing about Hamilton? Nay, I have not. It's so good. She does a whole bit about that one song, <laughs> and she's like, "This poor woman has come to the door <laughs> of her local MP." <laughs> <laughs> being like my husband is beating me doesn't treat me right like help me out and he's like but my body's telling me no she's like excuse me <laughs> she's like, her body's telling you nothing <laughs> you are manipulating this whole thing and she's the villain she's the villain because you cheated on your wife yeah. i don't think so <laughs> it's so good i'm just saying when i have been emotionally um, and physically abused by somebody, the next thing I do is I look at the next person and say, I want to fuck you. Mm. Like, please help me. I'm afraid for my life. All right, let's fuck. <laughs> like, that's, that's a good sign. That's a good sign for, yeah, if a lady says, please help me. I'm being involved in a horrible situation. With your clearly, dick. <laughs> clearly, whip your dick out. No, don't do that. That's a satire. Don't do that. Please don't, don't do that. Do the opposite. Seriously, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't recommend Hamilton as the immediate guide to, you know. He's always, um, he's always been on the right side of history and done the right thing. What are you talking about? Always a stand-up guy. He's a fucking idiot. Yeah, a little bit. Like when your son gets killed by a dueling accident, don't don't do, don't do a duel in the same spot. <laughs> yeah, you gotta love a vital flaw. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I thought everyone has to be either good or bad, Nikki. <laughs> yeah, that's just, how that works, generally. <laughs> I will say, as well, the idea of dueling as a way to legitimately settle beef between people and have it being completely legal in certain areas of the country. Just go to Jersey. It'll be, like, dueling is legal there. It's fine, there, as long as you follow the rules. Probably um, still is. <laughs> everything's legal in Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> According to Hampton, but anyway. I mean, yeah, dueling was a w- is a weird phenomenon because I'm pretty sure like historians can correct me, but I don't think many people died from dueling. I mean, no, most, most disputes die and no one shoots. No one shoots, exactly. Most disputes yeah. die and no one shoots. <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's mostly <laughs> no about showing won. up for it, right? Like yeah. that's yeah. that's what it's about. Um, which <laughs> they yeah. both they both shot me, idiots. <laughs> Stupid. No disrespect to, to you know to to my to my le- my you know to the fellas in eighteen hundreds, but you know, don't be y'all are dumb. <laughs> You're not gonna say it. I'll say it. Y'all are dumb. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, man. I don't want anyone aiming a gun at me for any reason. Y'all are dumb. So then Aaron Bird go to Britain. <laughs> He's like shit. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> uh, oh, the anti Hamilton. Oh dear. But yeah, that that was our musical segment <laughs> for the go. Star Wars podcast. Um, <laughs> We're all in this together. So one day we'll do our Imperial Senate podcast, the musical episode. One day <laughs> I mean, we'll actually decide to finish it or we've start got 20 it. Twenty episodes really. to go because it's episode one hundred is the musical. Oh shit! <laughs> we better hurry up and start writing. We we should. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. I was like, "We're actually nearly there." Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're only a year away. <laughs> Jesus. Oh dear God! But yeah, we'll 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 get started on that soon. Um, but yeah, we'll start, we'll start this episode um, again. Not much Star Wars news. A bit of Star Wars news, to be fair, but not like crazy big big information. Just some small bits of beautiful topping to a lovely Star Wars cake. Um, because everyone else is fighting over stupid shit. And we'll get on to that in a minute as well. Uh, that's when you know there's not much Star Wars news because people are fighting about. Yay! Yay! Most Pointless arguments, my minute. favorite. <laughs> okay, let's just, just, just dive in. Uh, first of all, 
Dark Legends, which is a upcoming book by George Mann. It's a sequel to the previous uh, Myths and Fables book, which I still haven't read, but I really want it because that's exactly the sort of thing I love. The idea of these stories not being canon, like because there's so much focus on it being canon. Like I remember reading books and be like, okay, but how does this tie into this? How does this ship? Like, blah, blah, blah. and sometimes it drains from the actual experience of reading. So, I I actually do like these like mythological tales that could be told in the universe of Star Wars itself, and that's what that was. Well, this one is similar, but actually it's more of a darker, more scary horror sort of themed. Yay! Book. Uh, yeah, George Mann said the stories are told in the form of classic fireside ghost stories, Ooh. cautionary bedtime tales, and dark fairy tales. They should send chills down your spines, but hopefully, they're a lot of fun to read too. And some of the artwork that we've seen for this book so Amazing. far is just incredible. Incredible! Uh, the, the great little Exegol painting, which apparently is supposed to be like uh, Igor. And uh, a Sith Master, which looks cool as hell. Um, but total my favorite Gollum. one, total Gollum vibes. Absolutely Gollum vibes. But the one I love the most was just released this week, which is uh, the Grand Inquisitor as Nosferatu. Far too. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! It's like he had too many beans. He's now Nosferatu. <laughs> Hey, you won't be laughing when uh, Bram Stoker's family tried to sue you for any version of the film. (laughs) Bring it on. (laughs) (laughs) That is a crazy story. The whole Nostrify thing is just incredible. Um, In fact, I was going to say, it's one of those things you can't really expect to hear about anymore. But that's a lie because literally... um, Pointless fact. So Bram Stoker's cousin is Arthur, <laughs> Arthur Conan Doyle. Mm-hmm. And his his family are, are basically suing the new Netflix movie uh, I think it's Enola Holmes, which stars Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Sherlock's sister. Because okay. they, uh, the, the copyright for Sherlock Holmes only goes up to a certain date. Um, I think it's when, he's, when his child died. Um like he stopped writing Sherlock Holmes. So all the story like a study in Scarlet onwards until like a certain point. The original sort of collection of books, that's in the public domain. So anyone can make a Sherlock Holmes story. Um and use elements from those specific novels. But <laughs> the books where Sherlock Holmes returns after a few years later, apparently you're not allowed to use any elements from that. And oh, apparently shit. in this version of Sherlock Holmes He's a bit kind, and so Don, uh, so Arthur Conan Doyle's state is claiming that it breaks copyright because the kinder side of Sherlock Holmes doesn't appear to the later novels. Okay, they're so <laughs> suing over temperament. Hmm. Man, everyone's <laughs> bored during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the idea, like. Hmm, the story, <laughs> the show looks a bit too nice. <laughs> Better sue them. Can't be having um, that. Oh, God. But yeah, pointless rambling, but I thought it was interesting nonetheless. But yeah, Nosferatu, Grand Inquisitor, very sort of mixture of the classic, you know, the German film, obviously, Nosferatu. But also, it's got elements of the whole... <laughs> Will you stop? <laughs> you done? <laughs> Isn't it Nosferatu? <laughs> Isn't there? Are you? Adding, it's like you're adding an extra fart. <laughs> Am I Nosferatu? Shut up! I'm an Englishman. I think it's just Nosferatu. <laughs> That's why it's funny. <laughs> oh, do, you, do you want to do the rest of them? Said Nikki. <laughs> I mean, if you're offer. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, uh, uh, it's got a mixture of obviously the German origin films, like the the silent film, but also it's got elements of the Hammer sort of Count Dracula with Christopher Lee. Fuck no. yes! Look at him; he he wants to suck your neck, and you'd be like, "Do you know what? Yes, go yeah. ahead, go ahead, baby. <laughs> Nibble that neck. There's um, worse ways to die. 
I mean, have you seen Christopher Lee in that film? I mean, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> Hello. They, yeah, the senses of the time actually tried to cut out that scene because apparently it was too sexual because it looked like she enjoyed it. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Would you not? <laughs> um, Thank you, sir. May I have another? <laughs> I think they. I don't know if they. Cut, I think they had to cut out a little bit, but they they didn't cut the bit they wanted them to cut. The extra bit um, until later in the sixties, when all Hammer films just had tits out, and people were like, "Fuck it, <laughs> do whatever you want." Um, but tits yeah. out for Dracula. <laughs> 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 Sorry. The ghost of Kristen <laughs> is in the podcast studio. Um, yeah, pretty in cool. Excited for this book. I am. It should be good. The like the the other one, the last one was a real treat. So this is a uh, gonna be even cooler. And Absolutely. I love spooky shit. And this mm-hmm. artwork, like the artwork that they've shared with us, is super cool and intriguing. And I mean, as as very much. As, mu- as much as I'm the kind of person that's like, let's kind of get, we always keep coming back to Vader. It's always Vader this, Vader that. I get it. He's like the central character of the first six films and heavily influences the last three. Um, But I am an absolute glutton for a Darth Vader horror story mm-hmm. done well. And the artwork of the... I think it's a rebel pilot in the reflection of Darth Vader or no, it's an Imperial pilot in the or Imperial officer in Darth Vader's uh, eyes mm-hmm. reflect the look of terror on his face as he's clearly about to just mess some shit up with the red lightsaber lighting. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely scary as hell. And I cannot wait. Yeah, I just love these these mythological tales that maybe kids could be telling in the Star Wars universe. Like, I imagine the sort of the Brim Boy hearing these stories and telling them over to the little kids. You know, like these little stories they have, like with Luke Skywalker. It's the same <laughs> thing in my mind. So that's why I love these stories, um, and they're fun. I just love, you know, they're literally fairy tales. Like we don't have, we don't read fairy tales and go, oh, that actually happened, Humpty Dumpty. Of course, it's a fable. Like. And that still counts. You don't have to be like, well, that's not actually canon because uh, Grand Inquisitor <laughs> never wore a cape. But like, like, calm down, okay? <laughs> I mean, it's like the um, the Legends of Luke Skywalker novel, too, where it's like, you know, it's it sort of has this in-universe aspect to it. Exactly. Always a bit of truth to legend. Mm-hmm. Which is why when you read a Legends book, it's not technically invalid. It could just be another story told in the galaxy. And you shouldn't pay loads of money for a billboard in 2020 still, which is still up. So please donate to something else. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, also announced this week, we got Mando publishing stuff. So if you thought you were done with the Mandalorian, first of all, how dare you? <laughs> Second of all, I hope you like books. Um, yeah, so a bunch of new uh, Mando publishing stuff got announced this week. So first of all, we've got The Art of the Mandalorian, Season 1, yeah. by Phil Shostak. Yeah. Yes, we love Phil. He's a and good his actor. art. Huge Phil fans. Phil fans, Phil stands. Yeah, fill us up with more Phil content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fill Ooh. my coffee table up with more art of books. <laughs> <laughs> Fill us up, Mr. Phil. Show Stack. <laughs> Show us a stack of books, Phil. Oh, goddamn. I mean, I'm going to buy it, so yeah. <laughs> Show us the stack, Phil. <laughs> I'm going to eat that stack. Oh, God. <laughs> Are we excited about this? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Every time I get my hands on one of those art of books, I just turn the page and I as I flip through it, I I see some like I turn every page and I go, "Ooh." <laughs> There's always something I'm like, <laughs> "What is this? How did this get here? Who are you?" Um, so it's always a little treat to see what was going to be what inspiration from earlier um Macquarie art or previous eras of the Star Wars universe. Um, yes. You know, it's always fun because you see this weird alternate reality 
of what's going to be. And it's, it's cool, man. It's really cool. It's just going to be various vanity paintings of John Favreau. Pretty much. <laughs> Talking over of a fight, over painting. <laughs> it's <a> jungle book. <laughs> <laughs> so Watch Simba. it just be a psych. It's just the art of jungle book inside <laughs> the art of Mandalorian cover. <laughs> God. That'd be great. I want to see the baby, how many baby Yoda designs there were. Oh my God, yes. And some of them the are weird ones. looking. <laughs> yeah, the, the wrinkly one. I need a wrinkly baby. It reminds me of what in the Art of Rebels book when it shows you the different Yodas they had. Mm-hmm. There's one that looks exactly like Empire. <laughs> and they're like, let's make it the Kenner one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> Too realistic. Let's go for the weird fucking one. Um, but yeah, uh, we've got some other books as well. We've got The Mandalorian Original Novel, which is published by Delray by Christopher. Uh, Adam Christopher, sorry. Uh, the Mandalorian Ultimate Visual Guide by DK, written by the king himself, Pablo Hidalgo. Yeah. Yeah, these, it's the, like the visual dictionaries and the art ofs are always the like must grabs for anything. So definitely. Um, I'm ex- definitely excited for that. I was wondering if they were going to do like add up a few seasons and then do one, but I'm, I'm glad to see that it's coming now. I know that um, a few weeks ago, Pablo was like, I feel like I should write a book. And then the other day, when the news dropped out, I was like, Psst, see what I told you. Second Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I, like, I, just, I just can't wait to see like, the, the really minute details with backstories that don't deserve backstories, but they get one. And then mm-hmm. that's what makes it special. Like, who created the, the cart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need to know. Um, Specific, like, yeah, which regiment was the ISB agent in, sort of thing like that. Sort of mm-hmm. ridiculous. I want to know more about that. Hopefully, we'll get a bit more about the um, flashback scenes, would be cool. Yeah. And, like, the, the Mando, like, the, the covert Mandos and stuff. I mean, Horns represent allegiance to previous Mandalorian leader. How dope would that be? Oh, Claire's gone. Okay. She's screaming. She's screaming. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant that I left. I was like, no, I'm still here, guys. You never leave, Claire. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes. Oh, you know how I feel sometimes, Claire. Oh, that the Mandalorian allies and enemies level two oh reader by DLP and written by Brooke Vital will be out <laughs> soon. <laughs> That's you know what? That's how I feel too. I feel like that is true. <laughs> <laughs> They're also releasing a eight by eight storybook, which has no title yet, but that seems pretty cool. Maybe it'll be one of those little reader ones, which will be awesome to get from my like brothers. Um, they nice. always do a good job with those. They're so cute. They, they are so they're adorable, especially the artwork, mm-hmm. especially the one for episode three where Aunt Bruce holding Baby Luke and she looks terrified. She's like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly what I would be thinking if someone's like, "Here, here's a baby now." <laughs> know what to do with this when does it eat what does it do free baby <laughs> oh um, god yeah and finally we've got the mandalorian junior novelization by joe schreiber so we excited for some mando stuff mando content books and all yeah i'm really mm-hmm. intrigued by the original novel um like what that could be I was thinking it'd be interesting if we get like a backstory of the Mando and the crew from episode yeah, yeah. six. That would be so cool. And I'm like, I'm some, I'm saying this. I am somewhat excited about that book, knowing that I am the person who has not read a single um, movie adaptation novel <laughs> in the sequel era. Um, I'm always like, ooh. And I always buy it and I put it on my shelf and then I never read it. So I'm saying that knowing that I'm probably going to buy it, put it on my shelf and then never read it. But I'd like to eventually get around to it. Well, the good news is it doesn't seem to be a novelization, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an original novel. Original a, novel. That, it, oh, that's fair. It's funny, that's it's fair. Actually read. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. New story. New story. That's awesome. Uh, I really hope so. I would love to dive 
I feel like they're going to save the bulk of the his own personal backstory for the show. But I think that um, since it's you know questionable whether we'll see any of that crew again, and that being one of my favorite episodes in the whole season, I would love to see you know how did they team up and what split them apart and mm-hmm. their own personal histories. That'd be cool. I think um, also maybe like a Cara Dune novel in the Rebellion would be pretty dope. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. yes. Well, oh, oh. Sorry. Like her emotions, she sees Alderaan exploding. Mm-hmm. Oh. I would let her. I would let her cuddle me gently in her arms <laughs> to comfort her. <laughs> she's the big spoon like let's be honest we all know that with if any of us any of the three of us were spoon and cara dune we would be little spoon it mm-hmm. is true um otherwise i would say i would cradle her in my arms but that's not possible because she is the alpha and we all know it and the omega <laughs> and the omega <laughs> she's the full package baby <laughs> you're damn right she is <laughs> I love her. She can punch me in the face any day. Several times. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want her to shrink me and put her in the pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Ew. Ew. <laughs> oh gracious me! We've seen a few of those tweet threads enough today. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah um, cool to have more Mando stuff obviously it proves that Disney are like really putting their foot down on the Disney Plus shows it's not just a generic TV show it's going to be a full on fledged same treatment you'd get for any film which I, I, I really like and hopefully that means we'll get the same sort of stuff for other series and you know maybe one day we'll get the Art of Kenobi book oh, oh she's gone again <laughs> <laughs> Oh my. Uh, oh my. I mean, I'm excited for this. It's really yeah. exciting to think about all the Kenobi art that's being done somewhere right now. <sighs> and now I'm Some... gone. <laughs> There's just a somewhere. wall with various Ewan McGregor faces on it. I'm sorry. I need to like take a moment to stand <laughs> myself. <laughs> <laughs> just a, mo- a moment of silence for it. <laughs> a moment of silence for all of the for all of the upcoming what made us moist moments this week that are drawn and pasted on a board somewhere uh, let everyone compose themselves <laughs> it's just that scene from which of the hot tub but it's you mcgregor <laughs> it's an oil bath it's an oil bath hello there uh, gracious me join me in this Oil buff, Joel Ledgerson. Joel <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, cool. Uh, pretty much all we've got for like the main sort of focus of news this week. Um, which brings us to our last point. This is going to be a quick episode this week because there's not much to talk about. We apologize, but deal with it. Um, an episode, uh, an episode. Jesus Christ! A-, a video came out this week. On YouTube, which, you know, because there's nothing to talk about, spread pretty quickly. Uh, people tweeted about it, talked about it, debated about it, thought about it, lost friends over it, I would imagine. Um, like, like fallen comrades in the battlefield. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's blood dripping out, it's clout. Um, yeah, so there's a video that was introduced of an alternate ending to episode 9 where Force ghosts appear in the background. Pretty much it. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> uh, so the question to you guys is, does this improve trust? Mm, as executed, no. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people probably feel yes, but me, no. Um, I'm just really... Like over the whole, like this w- this would be so much better kind of attitude. Like, like as someone in a a little group of people who have been writing, um, you know, like fan scripts of of episode nine, 
Like, I would never throw it in front of someone and say, this should replace the Rise of Skywalker. Like, it's not my place to do that. Um, and it's, I'm, it's just, it's so annoying to constantly be stuck with this, oh my god, they could have done this. And this obviously, weirdly done video is better than the movie itself. I'm like, hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm just over the whole attitude that, that brings these things. What about you, Claire? <sighs> yeah, I'm kind of with Nikki. I mean, is it something that I wanted before this movie com- came out? Yeah. Um, is it kind of weird in context now, considering what we have? Yeah. Um, I think part of the problem with this mentality and with, like, entertaining this mentality of, like, this is what should have been done instead, you should change it to be like this, is that with the Snyder Cut phenomenon, yeah, I know, is that this mentality and, and complaining about a movie in this way has become fruitful for a certain fandom. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see that for Star Wars. Like, am I the biggest The Rise of Skywalker fan? No, that's okay. Do I hate it? No. But it's just, I'm not going to sit here and try and get it changed. Literally, it's it's done. <laughs> like, And we live in a world where people tend to think that everything should be catered and tailor-made to them and their needs and that's just not the world i would like to live in where everybody feels entitled enough to be able to be like harassing creators over a movie that wasn't made the way they had pictured it in their brain Mm -hmm. um so i i mean i i get why that someone would make a video like this and i think that it is important that we continue to create fan fiction and our own fan edits and like fan films and stuff like this but also to remember that your idea your fan film it's not going to change anything (laughs) or or, to be fair it shouldn't change anything obviously with dc that wasn't necessarily the case but then again also with dc we lit that's kind of a realm where we've had like with Flashpoint, there's so many different realities that could be. It makes sense. It doesn't end. People are going to try and spin the world between worlds to make a certain sort of same thing. But if y'all remember, nothing changed when Ezra yeah. went into the world between worlds. Everything happened as it had. <laughs> literally, not a single thing has changed. It's not a device to create alternate realities. It's, it was literally just... The device that got us from point A to B and nothing had changed. <laughs> like, um, but that's that's the thing, is that I think that I think that it's cool that someone wanted to make this video. I think that's cool. Keep creating. Keep, you know, putting your passion and what you find interesting and things that, you know, intrigue you about Star Wars. Be creative about it. Absolutely. Keep doing that. Don't mm-hmm. but the fan reaction of like, this is the way it should have been done is so toxic and cut that shit out it's like guess what create your own star war if you want it to look that way create it yourself and guess what it's fine everybody likes what they like just let it let it go let it go yeah it reminds me of those vader little fan films that came out and it's like i didn't care for it but like congrats like huge but somebody did yeah Yeah. like huge credit to doing it like that's like that's That's amazing do it but like the idea of like this is how it should be kind of thing kathy kennedy took notes like (laughs) like (laughs) no shut the fuck up and just sit in your corner and upload your youtube videos and you know that that's cool but but yeah no it's it's just this it's gone on too long (laughs) let it go let it go let it go (laughs) i think yeah, I think for me, like what you said, Claire, I think it's important to reiterate, like the person who created the video, like amazing job. Like Fabulous no one job. should ever be knocked down and be like, that's terrible. We're not saying that whatsoever. No. It's more so the the case of this is 
terrible. Therefore, this is what could have happened. And it's the thing I really hate the most is when people say that episode nine was cynical. It's like, how is it cynical? The good guys won. Actually, and the idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't say that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, uh-huh. if you like Ben Solo, I, I appreciate not liking his ending. But I still think like the overall in the pro corner of the galaxy being saved from you know more generations of evil. He did that. Isn't cynical. He, yeah, he, no, and he, did, he, he and helped Ray contribute did that. that. His yeah. actions without him, she couldn't she probably couldn't have done it alone. They were the dyad. He he did something unbelievably heroic. It's hopeful. And it's the- it's the idea that JJ and Chris Terrio did this on purpose. Like, I appreciate you thinking that their ideas are terrible. Because I've got loads of friends who don't like this film. And there's no way that their opinion is wrong. But the, but alternatively, they're not telling you that you can't enjoy it. They're saying, yeah. I think this is stupid. I don't think, I think this plot point is ridiculous. And here's a reason why. And I look at that and go, you've got a point on some of these points. I still enjoy the film. And that's it. There's no JJ went out to kill me. Like maybe just JJ's a bad writer, <laughs> or like you know. But even then, I don't think it's that terrible. Like I, some of the po- things that have been picked up and pointed oh, yeah. out. And I think the it's the like it's the cynical critique, which is the worst. You know. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah this this notion that everything you don't like it was done. For any for the wrong reason, like and mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's like that classic uh, Luke thread that was going around a few weeks back. It's like, sure, maybe you don't like that scene, but really, is is every rationale you have behind it like that? Uh, like that cynical and what you think like JJ's doing? It's like nobody's trying. Nobody made that movie or any movie um, to like piss you off yeah <laughs> like exactly. like people like, just do what they think is is best and they and they're in a position to do that and they do it and it's up to you to say i like that i don't like that but like no one has ever made a star wars movie to make you mad yeah it's and it's a li- like a little not fair to take these people that put their heart and soul and time into it to be like you should have done it this way like they spent so, like do you think they would have put that much time and effort and energy into making this movie just to piss you off no exactly it's the same thing they did to ryan yeah exactly the same thing well he's like, ruined johnson so that's different <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I, sorry. I feel like i feel like ryan maybe he does feel like oh well that's a shame they didn't pick up my plot points they didn't go with this particular thread that I put down. But I think he's the last person who'd, who'd want you to attack another creative for going with their vision. Yeah. At the well, end of the day... It's like they, tried to, they tried to sort of <laughs> goad him into saying something during the like Oscar uh, like you know red carpets and stuff. And all he was like, oh yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. <laughs> <They're> like, <laughs> what do you think, Ryan? What do you think? He's like, yeah. <laughs> Gotcha, I JJ. <laughs> I had a blast, and I'm happy for you know the work they did, you know, coming to fruition. Like it's it's so no, easy. It doesn't, in my opinion, it doesn't undermine anything about episode eight because I can still watch episode eight and go, "This is brilliant." Mm-hmm. I don't go, "Oh, blah, blah, blah. it's like no, just watch the film for what it is, which is fun, like two and a half hour getaway from the <laughs> universe and. This constant bickering over like small pedantic elements and points. And it's like, and, and it gets to the point where it's like, it's just gross. Like, I saw someone the other day post a picture of John at the Black Lives Matter protest in London and put, put the caption Ray on it. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. It's like, yeah, take a fucking. And, that, and, that, and that's not. <laughs> It's yeah, not- that's not like a specific group or anything like mm-hmm. before. This is just different people from different backgrounds all coming, and just I just feel like it's okay to not like something. It's okay to point out things you don't like, but you know, also 
And this whole culture of, I, I have to say this, I have to get that The whole, did you actually feel something oh, when you watch this thing in the cinema? God. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, whoever started that needs to delete the like, app. What is your point? <laughs> what is your point? Every like, time I see those tweets, I just want to bang my head against the wall until I can't see anymore. Did you feel something while absorbing this art? No, I didn't. I'm a fucking robot. Beep boop. What, what do you want me to put? Like, <laughs> Even movies I don't like, I feel something. Exactly. Yeah. Like, and people like, go, I genuinely like didn't feel a thing for this. It's like, shut up. <laughs> like, of course as you who's still tweeting about it. It's exactly. Like, yeah, it, it's fucking, it, yeah, it's, it's the most ridiculous sort of self-important bullshit. Also, I'm going to make this point which is kind of tangential. Um, even, I, I promise you, no matter how bad a movie is, objectively or subjectively, I think you can find one thing that's positive about it. Mm-hmm, I'm going to be honest, like, no matter how bad a film is, you can find one thing. I promise you, you can find even one like, thing. I think the popular one that was being spread was the whole scene with the Falcon and all the ships. And people are like, there's literally nothing in the scene which impresses me. I'm like, really? Do you know how long it took ILM to make all those <laughs> individual ships? Mm-hmm. You're saying you felt nothing. Like, like Wedge and Tilly is like, at least you'll be like, oh, I got, they got him back. That's great. Yeah. Or make a make a good point. Make like, oh well, like I saw some people saying, well, I didn't, I didn't really feel like the pool because this was in the trailers. Absolutely brilliant point. Absolutely brilliant point. But it's the it's the notion that, of course, we are the superior kind because we we I think we'll all agree that this is an insignificant film and this moment didn't achieve anything. It's like I'm informed what? and knowledgeable for not liking it. <laughs> here's a, yeah, here's a good idea. Next time you go to see a film, watch the film. <laughs> don't in your head don't think. Wonder what I can tweet about this specific frame. I can't wait for to get the for the Blu-ray so I can frame this and go, did you like this specific scene? Isn't it great? Can't wait to tell Twitter how I feel about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, the same, it's some of the same reasons I, don't, I get a bit annoyed with like some of the up-to-date stuff. I'm like, I love the throne scene, but like there's not too much in there to read. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like it's incredible. But I don't think every like, minutiae of the scene has, has an element to it. It's like, oh, cool, that's a bit from episode six. <laughs> and it looks awesome. And they did a really great job. But, like, you can't just spend ten years about one scene and complain about the whole film. No. <laughs> like, the only well, scene that exists in Star Wars. <laughs> Charlie, that's, that's what you think. <laughs> Twitter's like, Charlie, hold my beer. <laughs> I was like, this scene is the best scene in Star Wars. I was like, yeah, well, half of it was done <laughs> in 1983, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Is that wrong of me to suggest? You know what I mean? It's like, and I love Ryan. He does that on purpose. He does it because he twists the tail. He's, he's like, this is what you're expecting. But ah, but also that's based on episode six still. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. chill. It's all good. Just can everyone, will we ever escape this discourse is what I'm trying to ask. No. <laughs> I wish I could be more optimistic, but. The only I'd... the only release we'll have is the one we give to ourselves. <laughs> like yes. it'll, it'll always be there. I think it it'll just depend on how much time you give it. Because um, it's like, yeah, I think I muted the words. Did you feel anything? <laughs> <laughs> I um, love that. So I've I've luckily not seen anything like that for a while now. Because yeah, it, it was getting it's fucking every scene was popping up. I'm like, just shut up. I, I think care. I'm gonna follow your lead there, Nikki. It, honestly, you'll you'll feel better, improve your skin quality. It'll do all sorts. It'll um, reduce the number of bruises on my forehead from banging my head against the wall. <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> right. uh, no, yeah, I, and I feel like just you know, like we sort of mentioned, the reason these pop up appear to be when everyone's like bored and has nothing else to do, uh, and it it's part of the worrying thing about. <laughs> celebration getting kicked down another few years. <laughs> like, I felt like um, that gap between 17 and 19 was very hard. And like celebration are like these weird, this like weird fandom 
like blue balls effect. Like like you need the release of celebration. Otherwise shit just builds up forever and yeah. everyone's irritated and then you know celebration turns into this giant community orgasm. Yeah. Like celebration reminds you why you put up with the bullshit in between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a lot of ways. It reminds you, oh yeah, we all like this thing. We really like this thing. And like uh, yeah, it's yeah. just celebration and joyful of of this shit we spend so much time complaining about on the internet when we should just be trying to find our own little ways to enjoy it. Like photoshopping salacious crumb onto Mona Lisa. I'm just saying, like do shit like that. It's much mm-hmm. more fun. I can promise you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like it worries me what a one year gap or two year gap did. <laughs> oh yeah. Now we got a three year gap and a pandemic and <laughs> <laughs> uh, civil rights movement and, and it's like yeah okay oh baby buckle up <laughs> it's gonna be a fun couple years guys can't wait for Mando to drop so we can enjoy something again oh thank god yeah and like again we have we have that cancelled celebration but hopefully August still bear some fruit for um you know whatever projects they would have been you know talking about but yeah it's it's going to be wild out here for a while so if you're like us if you're sick of it just uh you know yeah, find find the right words to mute and we can all live in some some form of peace <laughs> <laughs> or hop on the Imperial Senate podcast discord link available <laughs> on our website www.com I, yeah, <laughs> I can't add anything else to that. I think that's, um, can we just you know stop hurting people? Let people think what they want. Let's be friends. Let us all be friends. No mistakes. Why can't no. we be friends? Why can't we be friends? People online are saying that you can't actually be friends because because I like you know. the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so what made us moist this week? (laughs) (laughs) How do you find in this in these in such times? Oh, you know what? I have something that that um I I I already shared this on Twitter, but it was so cute that I just have to share it again. Um I decided to uh, go to bed early one of these nights and put on my PJs. Loser. Huh? What? I decided to go to bed early, put on my PJs, and turn on Revenge of the Sith in bed. Nice. Of course, Count Dooku came and snuggled up next to me, for he knows his place. And oh. um, it was the most adorable thing, because in the first 45 minutes or so of the movie, when we're going to rescue the Chancellor, um, they say... Count Dooku several times um, hmm. and every single time his little ears perked up and he turned towards the TV he would go from laying down full on chillaxin to like turning his head and being like what <laughs> who called me and so oh, that bless. was absolutely delightful and it made my day <laughs> that's pretty great <laughs> also Revenge of the Sith it just makes me moist anytime I watch it mm-hmm. that's right Absolute banger. True that. Um, made me moist. I, I guess I will go ahead and bring this full circle and say what a distinctly amazing moist pleasure it was to witness in his full glory Star Wars Resistance alumnus David Diggs as... Oh. Lafayette and Jefferson. Yes. <laughs> oh, he was fabulous, fully deserving of the Tony win. He's an amazing man and an amazing character in Resistance. <laughs> he was not in it that much, but he still puts a smile on my face every time. Um, so yeah, you love to see it. Um, so yeah, that was that's what made me moist this week. That was that was a good time. It was a good time. Yeah, beautiful stuff. I think I will go with the the George Mann 
book. Just more seeing more artwork from that just makes me wet. Yeah. wet. Not just moist, full on wet, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. I'm dripping, baby. Yeah. People so- are nibbling on my. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello there. Oh dear. But yeah, pretty much. That's um. That's all got time for this week. Hey. This is a boring episode. <laughs> you know, so is life. <laughs> <laughs> we all just sound tired and defeated. But to be fair, this is a pandemic, so I'm gonna let ourselves off. We kind of are. You no, know, it's weird times. They're not they're not exactly giving us a a um you know, a plethora of stuff to work off of. But you know, maybe that just means maybe in the future we can do some more uh, fan questions, maybe. So if you if you're listening and you still have those, maybe yeah. think of some and we can hear them from you in the future. Maybe. Yes, do it. Absolutely. We should do a live episode again. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, One of these days. In Battlefront. <laughs> We're really slacking. Oh, wow. <laughs> <sighs> Bye. Oh, all right. No, Uh, thank you all for listening this week. We'll be back soon. Uh, See you later. Bye, gang. Hey, out there in listener land, thank you for listening. If you want to hear or see more from the senators, please go to the website imperialsenatepodcast.com, where you will find links to the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the show, as well as our Discord server. Twitch and YouTube channels. You can also email in to Imperial Senate Podcast at gmail.com and please consider leaving a review on your podcatcher of choice. Thank you again and may the force be with you. Dissolve the council permanently. The last remnants of the old republic have been swept away.